Hey everybody, what's going on? It's the Nobody's Happy Podcast. Oh my god, my... <laughs> I am cross-eyed as fuck. <laughs> hey everybody, what's going on? Welcome to the Nobody's Happy Podcast. <laughs> oh shit. Oh my god. This is great. Ah, I can't, I can't undo this. I don't know how to not see my left, my left eye. Being uh, smaller than the other one. It's like this one needs to open up a little bit more. Nobody's Happy Podcast, the official podcast of the Men's National Twerking Association. Looking good, boys. Uh, you know the way uh, the way they drop it low and um, and of course uh, pick it up slow. <clears throat> I don't know if you guys know this, but um, Texas is opening up again. Um, how do I feel about it? I don't know, man. I saw this video where people were talking. Uh, they were talking about um, uh, uh, about Texas opening up because it was a video of the governor talking uh, talking to to the reporters. <clears throat> and I saw like, uh, I mean, it was mostly people from Texas uh, going like, "Fuck yeah!" and uh, "Good," and this and that. But there was also some people going like, oh, you have fun getting fucking COVID, you motherfuckers. <clears throat> yeah. Um, and people were still cheering for Texas. Texas people were still cheering for Texas people. And um, people from other uh, other states were like saying, fuck you and this and that. <laughs> it was like Texas just walked out. Into the the Maury show, and all the states were going like boo, boo, and Texas is just like fuck you. I'm opening up. Y'all don't know me. It was hilarious, man. <clears throat> I don't know, dude. I mean, it's it's like it's almost like Texas is like the America of America. You know, like the way uh <laughs> the way that. Like, like the you know how the Europeans look at uh, look down on our culture, Americans, and they're like, oh, they're loud and stupid. You know, their kids can't do math. And you know, like how we don't give a shit. Like we're like, oh, I don't care. They they got iPhones. They don't fucking need to know math, right? Like that's that's the level of not giving a fuck about what you think that Texas people have with the rest of the country. Yeah, I mean, I'm not saying that it's good. I'm just saying that's like. It's 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 like other like the European countries booing us. It's like who are you? You know. <laughs> the way I really feel about it is is it's probably the same way I used to feel like before going on a mission uh in I in Iraq and Afghanistan. You know, where where I'd be like ah, I t I don't I don't want to do this right now. But since 
we are doing this right now, uh, I'm going to do my best uh, to make sure that we accomplish the task at hand, which I guess in this in this uh, in this scenario, it's uh, getting back to a normal life, <clears throat> or we could all get sick and die. I don't fucking know. Um, there's only there's only so much I can say, you know. Uh, there's only so much I, I I can do, and because I'm not well informed enough on this on these things, um, yeah, I, I, all I can do is react and go, okay, well, it's it's like uh, like in the army, like I said, it, it's probably that's probably where I get that from, like being in the army. It's it's just, uh, I mean, l let me explain. Like it's like if you were like if you were like if you're a leader in 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 almost like when like when you're a leader in the army and the and the joes were like man this is the this is stupid right like even if you agree with them where they're like you know why do we got to road march this whole distance this is so dumb even if you agree with them uh you you still go well I don't know why we're doing this but I do know one thing is that you're going to go fill up your two canteens and your camelback so that I do know. So that's me just like, even though I think it's stupid too, uh, to do the exercise for whatever reason at that time, uh, the fact of the matter is go get some fucking water because we're going to be road marching. So that's basically me uh, towards this whole thing. But yeah, man, it's, uh, it's opening up because uh, that's Texas. A, f uh, a fun drunk that's what Texas is, a fun drunk. You know, fun, admittedly, but still a drunk. The people people in Texas I guess people in Texas can get a little carried away, you know, with the with the whole pride thing. But it's not like we all love Texas the you know, the same way. We we love them in, 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 in different ways, you know, because... Because I totally get the obnoxious ways of, of loving Texas. And there's other obnoxious... You know, like... Like, not everybody is, like, super, you know, full-blown Republican down here. But not everybody is, like, straight-up, you know, resistance liberal, you know, from Austin. Now, not everybody is, is like that, man. Some people are, are just like, even if they do have a natural bias or tendency towards either side, there's different ways that we kind of like, uh, like, like look at it, you know, it's like, I've noticed that, uh, Texas liberals love Texas too. They do. They just love it in a different way. You know, they love it like, like you would love a drunk brother at a bar starting a fight with somebody. And and you were very sensitive about it. You would probably cry, right? You'd be like, "Oh my God, Texas! You're always starting fights with everybody, and you're embarrassing me." That's how Texas liberals uh, love Texas. Like they don't, you know, trash it in a way, but they they react to it, you know, passionately, usually in a crying manner. Uh, and I think, I think Texas conservatives are just as bad in the opposite direction where they actually want to take part in it. They, Texas conservatives also look at Texas like their drunk brother 
starting a fight in a bar. Except when the bouncer goes, sir, you got to keep it down. Conservatives are the brother that goes, don't fucking talk to my brother like that. Right. And they're just escalating the whole fucking thing. But I like I think people that regular people that love Texas. Right. Like they conservatives and liberals love Texas that way. But I think a lot a lot of other people. Right. That. Not necessarily centrist, but even if you lean one way or another, there's a lot of rational people here that we, you know, we look at Texas, you know, same way, like a drunk, but like, like in a responsible way where you just go up to him and be like, come on, bud, come on, let's go, let's get out of here, right? But you don't like, you don't, you don't cry and you don't fucking try to join in on it. You just sort of, you do one of these where you tap their shoulder towards a direction because, you know, you don't. You don't really want to pull back on him. You don't know. It's kind of like a pit bull sometimes, with a, depending on what kind of friend you have. But I don't know. I was always the smallest guy in, in, in my group of friends. And if, uh, <laughs> if one of our friends got uh, too rowdy, I would just look at everybody else like, y'all not expecting me to fucking hold him back, do you? <laughs> you motherfuckers better get your big ass bodies in front of him. Uh, anyway, um, we're going to keep, uh, we're going to keep moving on this disaster, but first here's a word from our sponsors. Hey guys, Raul Sanchez here from the nobody's happy podcast. I just want to say that today's episode is brought to you by your mom's mouth serving the community for 25 years, nonstop. Mm-mm-mm, that good service that you get from your mom's mouth, your mom's mouth. Because nothing less will do. Back to the show. Did I ever, did I ever tell you guys uh, about the time that I thought I was going to get laid? Instead, I ended up crying. <laughs> yeah, dude. Because, like, I, I didn't, like... I was never, like, uh, uh, very good with women. Right? But when I started doing stand-up is, is when I started finding myself around uh, women a lot more. Um, and there was this girl, right? When I first started, like maybe around year one or three, let's say year two, right? <laughs> I think I was like 27 or something. And, uh, and there was these, uh, this girl, right? That would, that would go there every so often. And, and she, she, she used to just go to watch the show. She didn't, she didn't do stand up, but the the thing about stand up is it, it kind of attracts like um it attracts a lot of people that are either psychologically or emotionally damaged besides talented people right besides talented people i'm not saying that every comedian out there is some kind of fucking freak you know some some uh some comedians are are you know not that you know unstable of people as uh as 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 the myth is uh that goes around with with stand up comedians or or i don't know what do they call it uh stereotype uh but anyway th this girl would uh go and, and it attracts those kinds of people you know this girl would go around and and there was something about her because she was a cute girl you know um but she was by herself and that's always usually like a I had I had been through through no I hadn't been through that was one of the times that I learned uh, uh, about if it's a cute girl 
that's by herself, it's it's probably for a reason, and she's around a lot of uh, sharks. You know, it's like if if there was a tank of sharks, and which is what a lot of comedians are—just a bunch of horny dudes, uh, horny crazy dudes, or emotionally unstable dudes. And uh, and it, it if if you drop you know uh, I don't know a sea lion you know in, in there immediately the sharks are gonna circle all the guys are gonna want to bang that that chick well seeing this girl by herself a couple of times I started it was kind of like seeing somebody throw a seal into a tank. And the sharks are not approaching her, right? So I'm kind of thinking, <laughs> there's part of me thinking like, all right, I mean, I guess there might be something. There might be a reason why th these sharks are not attacking the seal. That's probably because these sharks know something that I don't know, right? Uh, this, this, uh, this, this seal's got... Something, it's something about it, right? But she, she at, at some point, she started like uh, liking me a lot. She would approach me and, and, and smile a lot at me, and then eventually she would talk to me, and um, and we would just kind of hang out, right? Uh, and like I said, you know, earlier, I you know, I was never really like uh, good with chicks, like uh, as as a youngster. As a youngster, but I was fucking 27, right? <laughs> but that was young for me. But uh, I was I was very naive, you know, and uh, and very uh, very dumb about it. Uh, and I think um, I think my immediate reaction was like, yeah, there there is something strange, but I'm gonna find out what. <laughs> you know, it wasn't like a, an alarm that makes you go, uh, oh, don't even go there. It's almost like. Yeah, that is weird, but what if it's nothing at all, you know? <laughs> what if it's just a coincidence and these fucking sissies are just intimidated by this girl? But, um, yeah, she started, she would, like, talk to me more and then af sometimes after the open mic uh, at the Laugh Out Loud. I should probably stop saying so much, right? Say some more of your past, Raul. Um, what, what the fuck was I talking about? Um, oh yeah, 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 uh, so then eventually, like, me and this girl start, uh, going to the bar afterwards, right, like a comedian, like, where a lot of comedians would go, I think, like, the Crazy Ape or something like that, and, um, and we would, uh, we would go there, and we would keep talking, and then eventually, it would be like, let's go somewhere else, too, right, and, you know, like I said, I, I was really bad with women. I, I couldn't pick up on, 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 on signals because I was so insecure and I didn't want to believe that they were signals. Um, I just realized how uh, oily I look, I think. Anyway. Um, so I go, I go out there one night, right? After, after doing stand-up, after the, the open mic. And uh, she goes, let's go to uh, to the bar. And I go, yeah, let's go. I'll meet you there. Because that's how we were going. And she goes, no, uh, why don't you come in my car? Like, we can go together. And I was like, 
Alright, let's uh let's go. Let's go to this uh this bar by um by ourselves, but together, right? So so we go and it's uh I don't know, that's when it kinda dawned on me like, oh shit, like this is uh you know, we're doing our own thing now. Uh and I started getting kind of like uh I don't know, like excited. Like uh, I thought like that that I was gonna get late. I was like, oh my god, I think I think this we might end up doing something tonight. And then uh, <laughs> uh, this is not gonna be that. <laughs> I was gonna say this is not gonna be that funny. <laughs> why, Raul? Why is it not gonna be that funny? Uh, no, I feel like I've built it up too much. That's why. But it's because I, I just because I know my fucking stupid self. That's why it's funny to me. It's probably um. So this girl, this you know, fairly cute girl that that uh, that nobody else is really uh, fighting over, uh, and now uh, happens to show me a lot of attention. We keep going out. <coughs> we we finished one night drinking or whatever, hanging out, and she takes me back to my car, uh, and she parks right next to my car, and we're just kind of sitting there and she's like let's smoke a cigarette here and just hang out and i was like oh shit like in my head in my head i i heard a voice that went bro are you about to get your dick sucked and it said it in that tone too it was like are you about to get your dick sucked right and i and i i heard it and out my naive nature because i didn't want to like think like that because i was too like i, I would grow up very religious and shit <laughs> but i do remember like like kind of having like kind of like a feeling of like i don't know you know just kind of like <laughs> it's still like this man boy fucking uh somebody who was in arrested development for so many years you know like um uh, fucking half kid have sh what should be a man already <clears throat> and uh and then i i remember we're talking right like we're talking and then the conversation starts getting like more like deep like intimate in the sense of like deep right where i feel like we were almost about like we were close like we were on the the right street right intimate stuff but then at some point it forks into, you know, so, uh, you know, what kind of, uh, upbringing did you have to, or you could take the other route, which is here are the problems that I have because of the upbringing I had. And she took it in the direction of like heavy shit where she started like saying, I don't remember like the details, but I do remember that it wasn't like anything like, you know, that the people were doing to her that you could be put in jail for that was illegal or anything. It was that her life, you know, people were mistreating her, this poor girl, people were taking advantage of her and they were mistreating her and it wasn't just like 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 lovers or, or, or boyfriends she, she was talking about like 
her life in general, like with friends and with relatives and stuff like that. And the more she got into it, you know, the more I could tell she was getting a, a little more emotional. And then I started getting, I started feeling really bad because I, like I grew up with like a lot of guilt about, about sex uh, in like e evangelical uh, Christian uh, religion. Like a lot. Well, I mean, only because I took it that way. You know, most most people that I talked to that grew up that way, they were like, "I don't give a fuck, dude. I was getting my balls licked," and <laughs> not me. I took it like really seriously. Like, so here I am, right? Uh, and and it's not that like I was a a virgin at this point or anything, but I wasn't like experienced in in like like talking to. To, to girls on that fucking level and actually having something good, you know, let alone helpful to say. So, it, it like, I was just kind of like, oh, boy, right? And we had been, like, drinking, and I, I think we'd smoked weed, too, because I remember being, like, like, not being, like, understanding that she was now crying, and there was, like, I was completely wrong about getting laid tonight. And I should, um, I should probably exit this scenario as soon as possible. But in the meantime, I am sitting here smoking a, a cigarette with this girl. And she's getting really emotional about her life. And then, like, at that point, you know, I'm, I'm off in my own head. You know, because I, I get a little spacey when I'm all high. And then all of a sudden, I look over at her. And she's looking out the window on the driver's side. Because uh, it, it's it's her car. And she's, she's puffing out. And then she turns around to look at me. And she's just, like, bawling, dude. <laughs> like that. <laughs> like that kind of fucking just deep from the gut and i'm just like oh no and she starts like saying more stuff and then one time this and then one time that you know um and she reaches out and hugs me right and i just i just kind of hug her back like in a like in a kind of like uh there there um you know, and it wasn't like it wasn't like I was being like like what the fuck this bitch is crazy. It was just like no, I, I knew it was somebody that had um, had a, a tough uh, a tough life uh, and had been you know mistreated by people, and I just didn't know how to how to answer. I didn't know what to say because I I just wasn't I didn't have the emotional uh, or psychological tools or, or know-how to to understand um what what to do in that situation you know when somebody's hurting in that way like all i could all i could do was just kind of look at her and and just being like hey I'm, I'm sorry but in the in the moment of that like i said i was i was drunk too and she hugged me and i hugged her and she she was like weeping like it was real and it made me cry dude like i started <laughs> i started crying too right i mean i didn't start like bawling with her like we didn't like like 
like interweave our our hands and just blah, right in front of each other. It's just, you know, I just it got the better of me, and I just started. Uh, I started. I started crying too, and then, uh, and then uh, I I don't really remember. Um, uh, how we ended that particular conversation. But I do remember that uh, at some point I was just like, all right. The, the, it's one thing that I'm like, all right, she's definitely not into doing that right now. Uh, but it's another that now I've cried. <laughs> even if she even if she's like even if she was like anyway you want to help me forget about this and go fuck <laughs> what am i gonna do going okay i guess we could get a motel somewhere <laughs> it was just over at that point i was just like all right well i'm going home <laughs> I'm going home as soon as there's an opening, you know, as soon as there's a chance where I can leave without looking like a fucking monster, um, we can do this. Um, yeah, man, it's, uh, it's fucking crazy, uh, starting doing, uh, doing standup at the, at the beginning. Um, I don't know how, um, I'm going to keep this really short because I mean, as you could tell, um, I was very unprepared. <laughs> uh, no, as you could tell, um, I'm I'm a. I'm not gonna use that. That's for sure. All right. Uh, so, I guess I'm gonna leave it at that. Uh, I guess uh, I'll say a couple of things. Uh, the Patreon thing. Um, I'm gonna hold off a little bit on it. Uh, not like, like altogether where I'm like, I'll, I'll never get one. But I think what I want to do is, um, I want to work on this project and I want to work on, on my standup, um, and, uh, and just focus on that so that that's strong. That's my, going to be my priority, uh, so that this thing is, um, you know, moving along, uh, and then eventually if, uh, <clears throat> If I get the opportunity, I, I can start getting better equipment. And uh, um, I don't know. I guess showing up somewhere, recording it, and getting the fuck out of there. Um, hopefully that happens one day. But um, as for right now, this is it. Uh, thank you guys for uh, for listening, man. For uh, for paying attention. For all the cool things that you say. Um. I guess I'm gonna. Um, all right. Well, I guess we'll just keep it at that. Uh, thank you guys so much for listening. Uh, I really appreciate you. Uh, we're gonna keep it nice and short this um, this time around. Um, I got a bunch of other stuff I want to do. Um, let's see what else. Uh, yeah. Um, if you'd like to see more of, uh, of me, you could definitely uh, check out the Willful Ignorance podcast on FMCW Studios channel on YouTube. Um, I come out there quite quite often. Um, 
And other than that, uh, I'm going to see about uh, making my albums, uh, my two hours available on um, for sale on iTunes. <clears throat> I just got to look into uh, DistroKid again because last time they fucked me over by giving my shit to somebody else on YouTube. <clears throat> um, so I got to I gotta make sure I fix that and see if I can put them, put them up. Just, I don't know, I guess if somebody wants to support, they can just buy it. You know, have something, you know, you can take with you. Uh, not have to use your fucking data. Um, or don't, you know, I don't give a fuck. Um, and I'm, I'm going to think of other cool stuff that I can do on this channel besides this podcast. Um, I guess, uh, um, I guess that's about it, man. Uh, thank you guys so much for watching. Uh, you guys have a, uh, have a good one. Take it easy.